Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Five, four, three, two, one. You got it! It's time for episode 627 of Who Charted? The show where comedians discuss the top five songs and movies of the week. Congratulations, you have reached Checkpoint New Year. Woo! Happy 2023. You've reached Baby New Year on the road to summer 2023. And I'm your host, H. Michael Cray, a.k.a. Chart Linklater, Howard Kramer. And with me, as always, Brett Morris, a.k.a. Start. Happy New Year, Start. Happy New Year to you. Uh, you don't have your 2023 background yet, yeah, but, uh, I'm sure it's uh, coming soon. Caught me unawares. I've had some tech diffs where, um, I had to get a new hard drive. <clears throat> so you just got me uh, back up to speed with zoom and everything. And I do not have my regular background. I'm not even stuck back on 2022. I just have nothing but naked dragon manner. Yeah, I'm seeing just a little snippet of Dragon Manor, but I'm. I'll let you away. describe what you see because oh, just really? I know some people are just interested. Sure. There's been so little talk of what goes on in here. Well, I see uh, what you're in. What looks like a kitchen. I see some upper this is cabinets. The kitchen at, at Dragon Manor, correct? Yeah. This is like an escape tune. It is. I see some upper cabinets. Uh, one of them is wide open, which is intriguing. Like I'm trying I'll to lean look over in so there. you can see it. Okay. Oh, I see some colorful objects in there. Like maybe some some uh, ephemera. Is that are the, those are those uh, like energy drinks up top or like cereal boxes? Close. Those okay. are those are entertainment related tumblers. Tumblers. Okay. Right. What you're seeing right there is um, Kung Fu Panda. Los Angeles okay. Zoo and Warp Tour. Oh uh, wow! Yeah, I'm seeing like quite a. It's a very colorful display. I could tell yeah. it was like had to do with. You know, I'll give you a little collection. insider tip. A lot yeah. of times when a company makes a tumbler like the kind that have the, uh, you know, the hydro flask has the, you can carry it with one finger. Yeah, it's got yeah. the little hook on it. Yeah, that company is called H Two Go. Okay. You go to Electric Daisy Carnival and buy a tumbler, it's H2Go. You go to the LA Zoo and buy a tumbler, which I didn't do, but mm -hmm. I re I obtained it. Like Indiana Jones. I obtained <laughs> stuff. Uh, Did but you yeah, take a little bag of sand and you trade it out? Yeah, exactly. I grabbed yeah. it. Waited the tumbler. Yeah. But um, 
So it's all H2Go is what you're saying. A lot of that stuff is. But, um, you is that a monopoly we should break up? Are they making good tumblers or, or, or do they need to be disrupted? Um, it's just kind of standard. I think it's just what people are used to. It's not like metal. I mean, it's like light metal, sort of. It's like a metal plastic yeah. hybrid. All right. So they're doing a pretty good job. Yeah. Uh, yeah I'm also seeing like a, like a like uh, an aqua or, or sort of like a teal green lamp. Oh, that yeah. That looks nice. That matches the tile. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I see a little a window to the outside, which is, I'm wondering if that's the low Yeah, that's tree. the loquat tree out there. Oh, nice. Nailed it. All right. Yeah. Putting it together. The blueprint expands. More than most get to see. You know, by next week, I'm going to have the backdrop up. So this is your shot. This is your this window. Is, this is my one my shot. window. I see a big jar of like uh, what would be the size of like a protein powder. Yeah, that's that. Canister. It is protein. Okay. Yeah, but you know what? I pour all, everything I put in the powder is in there. So it's like the reishi mushroom powder, the cacao. I mix it all. Oh, you pre-mix. It's a custom mix. That way you don't have to keep mixing it every time. Love that. And uh, speaking of personal lives, you are going through a lot right now. You're not even at uh, Starred Alley Ranch. No. Yeah, I haven't been, I haven't had a home base in about two, three months and uh, it's driving me crazy. And I have like more projects all going at once. I have this new project on top of like, you know, you all my typical termite, things. Uh, termite fumigated or something? No, getting, getting uh, just like work done on the house. Oh, getting the house yeah. up to speed. Yeah. Yep. And, um, it, and then that's drained my entire like bank account. So I got money, like worries. And then, you know, it's just like everything keeps drying out and needing my time. And then I find I get back to LA. I have to stay at these cheap, hor- horrible rentals. There's no heating yeah. in this new one. So, which I it's found out. You a head cold. Yeah. And then I, I get into town and nothing makes me more mad than being sick. Like I get mad at it. You yeah. Know what I mean, it just annoys me. And you know, I don't know. And I've been sick in so long not to kick, you know, kick a man while he's down. Uh, but um, when you don't travel on the holidays or eat the grease meat, I mean, I think it really cuts down on the illness. I think it I, I, it could be the grease meat or it could be that I have two like twin nieces who yeah, and, like little kids who are coughing right in my face <laughs> for, oh, yeah, that's for like two weeks over yeah. Christmas. And they're so cute. Your sister, but it's just like your sister needed to have kids. <laughs> Yeah, I, I got nephews and nieces and they're they're everyone's sick. Like everyone but I feel like every kid is just permanently sick. Yeah, kids uh, always seem to have something. Yeah. And a lot of it is stuff that you could still get from them. You know, it's not like childhood diseases. Right. Yeah, it's not like they all just got chicken pox. Um but anyway, yeah, tons of stuff happening. Uh I'm in a real stress mood right now but i the charts are a good outlet for me and uh right on nothing and nothing puts me in a better mood than giving you 45 minutes of tech support <laughs> up top before thank you so no, much but you I'm know joking. what you moved it you moved the show it would have been done if you didn't push the show up oh yeah that's true but uh 
we, um, when I first, th- one interesting thing that did happen is uh, when I first got on Zoom with you, you go, oh, hold on, Aerosmith, Aerosmith's playing. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what? What does that even mean? And you reach back and you grab your phone. You're like, sorry, Aerosmith. Like, I had what? Aerosmith what? going. And then I'm like, what Aerosmith are you playing? I'm an Aerosmith well, fan. Well, what happened was I thought when the year became new, I had nothing to do. So I was like, why don't I do like a deep dive on some band that I never really deep dived on before? Oh. And so then I just started going, well, who? And then because it was like the beginning of the year, I just thought, well, A, alphabet A. So I went, <laughs> just, I love I went that. into Aerosmith. And so also I just skipped Aaron Neville. Yeah, I skipped Aaron Neville. Yeah. <laughs> I skipped ABBA, actually. I could have do ABBA, too. Oh, yeah. I just remember uh, on my iPod, you know, everything was always in alphabetical order. Uh-huh. And there's like Aaron Neville was always at the top, always had that top spot. I'm like, so damn, he, he really right. nailed the search results, you know. Yeah, with the AA. He's one of yeah. those AAA Aarons. Yeah. Would, there, would his picture always come up with that thing on his face? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's not, yeah. you know. It drove me crazy after a while. Yeah. 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 Switch to ABBA so at least you get the the wife yeah. swap team up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, the other thing, too, is I had done Thin Lizzy in December, and Aerosmith and Thin Lizzy is like the same time period. They started mm-hmm. in like early 70s. Totally. And then- um, Both like tough guy rock anyway, from the 70s. So- the song that was playing was called Big Ten Inch Record. But yeah. I go, do you, I go, hey, you know the song <laughs> Big Ten Inch Richard? Because I yeah. don't know the song. Ten Inch Richard. I go, yeah, Ten Inch Record, you mean? Yeah, and I was going to tell you, yeah. that sounds like a, a Dragon Boy Suede song, like Big Ten Inch Richard Dick. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, that's what I thought it was. I well, still. What's so it, funny is that the song already is that double entendre, like it's just just uh, right, p- you know, pounding that double entendre the whole way. So yeah. for you to take it an extra to call it ten inch Richard, Richard is right. just really funny. Like as if the pun already isn't enough. Yeah, it's like it's like I, they made a dumb joke and then I naturally made it even stupider. <laughs> yeah, but there's something yeah. incredible about the song. Oh yeah, it's great. But besides it being great or whatever, it's yeah. it is like a dumb kind of a sure. goofy, stupid song. Yeah, and so you go, oh well, you know, where did it fall on the album, or you know, whatever, right? Yeah. So try to guess the song before it and the song after it. So this is a big ten-inch sandwich. What? If you had to clear the palette, where what would you? Um, it's a tough guess, but it's it's just kind of amazing that this song is where it is. What was that on? Toys in the Attic. Yeah, uh, which is famous for. That's famous for like "Walk This Way" and yeah, uh, sweet. Okay, emotion. so there, that's Bing Bing Bing, "Walk okay. This Way." Which is just a ultimate classic radio airplay forever. Yeah. And then that ends and they go into big 10 inch rich record. <laughs> record. <laughs> yeah. And then that goof thing ends. And then what starts? Sweet emotion. All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Sweet emotion. I, 
Or um, if you played me yeah. that song, I would have went. That was a B side on their first album when they didn't know what they were doing yet. Nope, it was yeah. right between "Walk This Way" and "Sweet Emotion." Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just a fast driving kind of hokey song. It might even be a yeah, cover. Hokey. I think it's a cover, maybe like an oh, old really? blues. But cover. I mean, it's like Ice Cream Man is kind of hokey, but they do it yeah. acoustic and they throw it in at the end. Yeah, it's not like right between. Oh, you know. look! I'm looking it up. It's at the end of the side. If that changes anything. Oh, the that end of sense. side A. Oh, great call! So great it is a call. little like uh, ice cream. Oh yeah, man. I'm looking at it like a like a Gen Z kid over here. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what did they stick that between songs for? No, it was like the album. But that is kind of weird though, that, that you end this the first side with that goof song. Yeah, I don't know if everyone takes it as like. Like they goof. laugh through it, but not necessarily like oh. But I mean, it's stink, one of those just stinker. Like, I mean, it's on the radio. I I hear that one quite a bit. I just you know what it is. I have no yeah. respect for boogie woogie. Like any yeah. anytime I hear that, even when uh, Van Halen does it outside a hot really? teacher. Okay, yeah. I'm just like that. To me, that's like well, they were in that bell bottom jeans time period. And that's they interesting. Just, everybody played that stuff. Yeah, from a Van Halen fan, that's actually shocking. But I mean, what else like, do they do? Good boogie woogie. Besides that one, I think besides, of them always having a little bit of that. They have that fast swing to everything. Yeah. Well, your teachers. Aerosmith might. I mean, I would say those '70s Aerosmith albums, "Toys in the Attic" and "Rocks," especially. Rocks to me is like a flawless like appetite oh, for destruction one. of a type of a record okay but that's if you don't like any next. kind of swing might be tough that's back but, in the saddle that's the shit oh that's that oh that record is so good it sick is so as good. a dog sick as a dog that, that's like weird because i thought their harder period was early but they actually didn't get super hard until like their fourth album yeah, their first one is really early. Like if you listen to that, Steven Tyler doesn't even sound like himself. He's got that um, weird, even um, though that has Dream On. But yeah, it's like I heard he he was scared because he was in like he just started trying to sound like a blues guy. I also heard that he basically started in Aerosmith when he was like thirty or something. Like he was a little older. Mm -hmm. Yeah, really? Yeah, that might be. Looks uh, so young. Yeah, I, I I think my brother told me that, and I might have to fact check it because sometimes it's like that struck me as weird too. I mean, he would be so but, old if he was like yeah. thirty. But that's why he's like, like as old as like Mick Jagger and shit, or he's like you know he's pretty uh, up there. Okay, that makes sense. I don't know. Fact check me, gang. Who charted at gmail dot com? Yeah, let us know. Let us know. He's like the quarterback for Georgia. He's like twenty five years old. Or no, the guy for TCU. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, uh, should we get into the first chart? Yeah, let's do it. This is our first chart of 2023. Music. We used to play LPs. Eight tracks, cassettes, and CDs. Now we download and we stream. Happy New Year, Charters 2023. Tunes. Nice. Very good. Um, yeah, we're going back to Spotify after 
the great Christmas onslaught every year. So nice. uh, no more Mariah Carey and all that. Nice. You know what they call it in England? What's that? The festive period. The festive period? <laughs> yeah, the festive period. <laughs> Sounds so clinical. Yeah, but it's like a good description. Yeah. Period of time where you get drunk and eat. And yeah, I mean, it's accurate. Uh, it doesn't sound very fun, though. No. They take period. the fun out of most things they do. <laughs> All right. Um, coming in at number five. Number five. Taylor Swift, anti-hero, still up there. Oh my God, Taylor Swift, I love her. I'm going to get the new CD Bank One card. <laughs> Everything is that commercial with her in totally. the elevator. Yeah. Oh my God, like she could move huge amounts of the population to sign up for a credit card. <laughs> like you know you've written a lot of tunes at that point when like financial institutions can use you to yeah raise points the people with literally the most money yeah they're the only ones who can afford her yeah but uh shout That's out weird. Hey, she's she's a I superstar mean, I mean back in the day if you just if you did bank commercials or like credit card commercials as a current uh like star or yeah. an artist yeah. I mean, you would just be like, that would be a major controversy. Yeah. Be like Neil Young would be all over you. <laughs> yeah. He, he pounce on you like a, like a badger. Yeah. Hey, but speaking of the uh, corporate, you know, all that stuff, shout out to Johnny Pemberton. We were texting earlier in the day. Yeah. But um, I was uh, listening to the radio, you know, when he came on and did all those, you know, corporate mashup clusters. Oh, yeah. That was so funny. Um, so right now, this is a real one. MGM Rewards and Bellagio team up to bring you the <laughs> F1 Heineken Grand Prix. <laughs> he texted that to you? No, I just I just had heard that one, Randall. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's like it's not even an exaggeration how many companies jump in on these things. That's crazy. Yeah, his his little run there was was one of the funniest bits of twenty two. Oh, yeah. Shout out to that. Highlight of yeah. 2022 for sure. Um, um, all right. Moving on. Coming in at number four. Number four. Lil Uzi Vert with Just Wanna Rock. Sounds like a Scorpions title. Yeah. I don't even know how the kids know if this is good. That's how yeah. out of it I am. What a strange I think he's using beat. that. He saw that Dolly Parton got into the. Uh, he saw that Dolly got into the Rock Hall of Fame, so he's like, "I'll put yeah. out a rock song." <laughs> yeah, and then like Dolly, it's not at all rock; it's just saying yeah. rock, right? Yeah, rock and roll. That was such a weird beat. It just had snaps. Like it didn't have any, you know, hard hitting yeah. element. Yeah, they're just trying to out weird each other now. These kids, kids are in a weird mood. Um. All right, coming in at number three. Number three. This is Metro Boomin, The Weekend, and Twenty One Savage with Creepin. Twenty One, won't you do something, oh, man? 
Oh, it's a different one. That's uh, Fuji's. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's it's like slower though. I'm gonna find you, you? and yeah. make Good you call. ready or not. I wonder what that sample is originally from. I know it's great. Um, it's good, but it's also scary, especially with the weekend scary singing yeah, it's over. Scary, it. Yeah, because he's like uh, he'll commit crimes on you. So yeah, it sounds like he'll violate Joker. you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um. Yeah, so far, not much news except for that little Uzi Vert. Yeah, I guess it happens to where um, we're just getting 2022 songs. 2023 has yet to define yeah. itself. Hey, did you see uh, Did you see um, Hannah Montana's like special? No, I actually wrote it down. I meant to watch it. And then when the time came, I was like, I just can't deal with commercials today. Oh, uh, okay. And it, so I, I didn't watch it. It's crazy because I remember I'm remembering now last year's and I just watched ca caught up with some of this year's and those New Year's specials, her Miley Cyrus's New Year's performances are so much better than you would ever think they, they might be. Oh, because they're so they're like, like loose and crazy. Yeah, but like something about the performances and the songs themselves and the hype and, and like the cameos, there's something that's just hitting like really well with them. Wow. They're just impressive. I, I don't see, know. What, what, which ones did you see that were good? Well, Miley and uh, Dolly, she does okay. one. Um, right. She does one with Paris Hilton and Sia. Really? Which is kind of funny. Yeah. yeah. It's really funny when she brings out Paris Hilton and then she wow. gives like in the middle of singing because both Miley and Sia have incredible voices, like especially yeah. Sia. But then, like, she goes, go ahead, Paris, because they're covering a Paris song, that one song she had oh, okay. from years ago. And then she, she goes, like, take it away or something like that. And Paris does, like, you know, one line, but it's so shy and, and mm -hmm. off key. It's really funny. Right, right. But she looks good. She's just, they're having That's fun. That's crazy. That's then, like, like when Tarantino brought Travolta back into things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, even Miley's, like, original, like, that – that one hit she had that's like so dumb, you know, it's like so poppy. Oh, Rocket in the USA? Yeah, or, uh, yeah. Yeah. Whatever that is. Somehow Party the arrangement. In the USA. Party that's in the USA. Song. Somehow the arrangement they do and the band and the way she's singing it, it's like, I'm like loving it. Like, it, like mm -hmm. this is a classic song of. Right of, on. I've, I've know, had that moment with youth. the recorded version where it's just like. It hits sometimes. Yeah. She somehow hits it very hard on this live performance. So you got to check it she out. She pounds it. You know, it's funny of her versus uh, like Paris, who's not as good a singer. I just right. saw some video of Whitney Houston talking shit about Paula Abdul back in the day. <laughs> really? And she's going, she yeah. goes, she ain't shit. She goes, wow. she goes, she, she goes, she's singing pitchy on the record. She goes like not even live. She's singing pitchy on the record, and then and then uh, oh my god! Then she goes, uh, but she's got that image, and mm -hmm. then she goes, but you know that's that's fake as shit. Whoa! And th this is like from back in the day, like back in the day at the time. Like, like yeah, she goes, she's wow. got that sweet image. That's bullshit. Wow! Funny yeah. to talk. watch. I mean, who would who would have thought she would ever even like? I mean, she's such a so much better singer. Oh, of course. And, 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 all, 
I also think of Whitney Houston from those days as like very wholesome and like yeah. positive. Yeah. You know, before exactly. the Bobby Brown yeah. days. She wasn't even as dangerous as like uh, Jody Watley. Or, uh, <laughs> right. One of those ladies. Everybody's complaining now, like making a bunch of noise um, about the newest uh, Rolling Stone list of just like best singers ever. Apparently it's like the top 100 singers or something. And they're putting okay. like Taylor Swift above okay. Whitney Houston and shit like that. Like, and Celine Dion isn't even on it. And people are like outraged. Oh my God. Yeah. It's pretty nuts. But, uh, Buzzfeed, let Buzzfeed do that. They do it right. It's funny that being pitchy on record would be so shocking back then. Cause now, it, you know what I mean? Like, oh, now, now it's like on purpose. Like Drake. Now it's on purpose, things. exactly. Yeah. And yeah. and now is the time when you can correct all that stuff. Yeah. And ba so back then you had to actually be on pitch and yep. nail it. And or it's you, real. And or it's you like, milly vanilly it. You gotta right. hire someone who can do it. You have to be like an actual professional. It's, it's kind of cool now that you have all these different choices. I could actually sing it. Or I could sing <laughs> yeah. it bad on purpose, or I could fix it with computers, yeah. or I could hire somebody else. And then with AI, it's going to be, I can just sing like Whitney Houston. Yeah. I can just be Whitney Houston. Yeah. Or you could say, what would it sound like if Whitney Houston sang all of Paula Abdul songs, but yeah. make it sound like she's making fun of her while she's singing it. <laughs> right, and it'll exactly. do it in two it'll seconds. It'll do it. Yeah. Amazing. All right. Uh Back to the charts, coming in at number two. Number two. Drake, 21 Savage, uh, with Rich Flex. This is the- 21, yeah. Do it for me, yeah. My S's ain't nothing, them hoes busted. If my ops ain't rapping, they ass ducking. You ain't ready to pull the trigger, don't clutch it. I know you on your period, baby. Can you suck it? I'm a savage. Whoa. Smacker, wow. booty, and magic. Starting the year with some not suitable. With the <laughs> you know, he is, uh, he was born in England and nobody knew that, like, because he came over when he was little or something. So he was already famous and people were blown away that he was not from Atlanta. Like, he's like, what? You know what I mean? It's like finding right. out. But um, that was Slick Rick. Same thing. Slick Rick was also. He was from London? Uh, somewhere over there. Whoa. That's yeah. really interesting. Yeah. Wouldn't expect that. Um, all right. Coming in at number one. Number one. SZA with Kill Bill. I guess I like it. I, I like it. Reminds me of Trapped in the Closet. It just kind of goes on and on. Ah, yeah. It's got like kind of Beatles y chords changed. Yeah. It, you know, it's like Steve Lacey, kind of same oh, yeah. of, of like warped weirdness. Totally. But I'm kind of turning on that song now. I've heard it so much. Uh, tongue, whatever. Bite my tongue. 
Yeah, like I'm glad 2022 is over. Like, okay, that song's for last year. Now yeah. we move on. It definitely belongs in 22. Um, that's the music chart. Wow. You know, it, it's, it always lags behind the time a little bit. Like yeah. come it's February, no maybe land. we start seeing some some new stuff. This is like when um, they call like a war's over, but the troops didn't get the word yet. So somebody still gets killed. You know <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. The guy who still thinks he's out there. Yeah. Still, yeah. Hey, uh, speaking of gifts and stuff, um, we didn't exchange gifts this year, but I want to let you know that I'm still using the salt that you gave me. Really? Yeah, I mean, this was probably, what, four years ago or something? Yeah. But, you know, like salt back in the day was used to preserve food. So this stuff just never goes bad. And <laughs> I looked true. in the drawer. I still got some of that old starred salt. Oh, I love it. What was special about the salt again? It had some like Oh, you were gave, stuff, you gave right? me like these you know, like nautical sea salts with like they were like the thick Yeah. multi like different colored salts. Yeah. It's the spice, real stuff. Negative spice ions. And tea. Good stuff. Good stuff. I mean, I still have a, a ongoing obligation for any you know any box any amazon box with a celebrity on it anything like that so is it'll go to you thank you thank you i mean you haven't really given me any packaging in about a year and a half <laughs> <laughs> wow i'm making a pro i'm making a a standing promise and he knocks it down We'll be oh I did, I the the thing was getting all garbled and your uh, voice was slowing down and speeding up. But okay, I didn't you didn't bring anything back from the Bay Area last Christmas, and then I thought, well, I don't know, he's busy. I won't remind him. I'm, <laughs> I, I don't. Think I don't. I didn't see anything like that. I didn't get any like. Uh, I'm too frazzled right now. For, I understand. Yeah. No biggie. Nobody, hey, honestly, up. my whole family, which honestly was a kind of a good thing, we all sort of had an agreement, like the adults at least. Like, we're not getting each other anything. We're all in a weird spot right now. I like, like that. We can't. Let's just mature. don't expect it. Well, let's I just like focus it. on the kids. I hope that goes well. throughout the culture. We start phasing that out. It's yeah, a lot exactly. Of stress for people. Yeah, seriously. Hey, but shout out to Alex Magnara. He sent me. Two Elf on a Shelf cereal boxes. Oh, yeah. And two Avatar Frosted Flakes. Avatar 2, Way of Water. I didn't even know wow. they existed. So. They frosted with unobtainium? Yes, they are. Yeah, yeah delicious. Aquatar. Tony the Tiger. <laughs> Aquatar. <laughs> um, that's awesome. Alex B. Always hooking it up. Happy New Year to you and the rest of the Chart Nation. And we'll be right back with the movie chart. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. 
Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. My name is H. Michael Cray and I'm here with Brett Morris. And this is the movie chart. Movies, they're just like tweets. They release them constantly. Most of them we don't need to see. But when you get a good one, ooh-wee, movies. Movies. Hey, we'll you see know what? You know what's what? a fun fact? That, that movie chart theme is now in its 10th year. Really? 10-year anniversary. Wow. What it started in we were, uh, we recorded. We recorded it in 2013. Whoa, how do you know that? Because I have it labeled. I, I label my files. Uh, Ooh, I like that. That's some deep uh, date. archiving right there. Yeah, I'm proud of 10, you know, 10 years ago, Brett, for labeling it correctly. Yeah, seriously, how did you know that? Just coming out of audio school. <laughs> I didn't even go to audio school. I knew to put the year on that shit. Where are you going? You well, walking around? Which? Yeah. Um, yeah, I had to move because uh, the computer was losing power. Oh, but um, speaking of audio school, do you remember um, Earwolf Location two? two? Yeah. Okay, so they have a sign up there now above the Scrub Factory. Yeah, it was above an audio school. Right. You call it, okay, Scrub Factory. Like <laughs> yeah, I just remember I those they, guys hanging out around there and just thinking like, I'm specifically not gonna hire any of those guys. Like, I don't, right? I don't just like because the they it. went there, yeah, or they just they're just grimy types. And then also, like two blocks up the street, there was another one on the other side of the street by the Seven Eleven and the Boba place. Yeah. Yeah, there's just like another whole group of other audio kids hanging out on the yeah. sidewalk smoking cigs. <laughs> right. Yeah. But um, why did I bring all that up? Oh, there's like a sign in there called like "Enter La Musk" or like Chateau Musk or something like that. Okay. I'm just wondering. I don't know if uh, Elon Musk has like bought up the old Earwolf floor. And is, is he working? I'm wondering if he's <laughs> working out of our, Musk. our old. I took a picture. I'm going to look it that up. That would be incredible. Um, I should have the pick here. But anyway, let's get into um, the chart. I'll look for it as we go. Sure. So uh, coming in at number five. Number of five. We got Babylon. Brad Pitt. I think what we have here in Hollywood is high art. It's time, If you could go anywhere in the whole world, where would you go? I think I heard that this is getting ragged on. Really? Uh, yeah. Let me look What's it bad up. about it? Let's find out. Um oh yeah, 55 on Rotten Tomatoes. No. Um 
the trailer looks pretty good. It says Bab- Babylon's overwhelming muchness is exhausting. Oh, okay. So it's like, a Baz, like, it's like a Baz Luhrmann. It's just a, too much. Yeah, shit maybe it's on. just too much, too much chaos. Okay, I found the thing. It says, "Welcome uh-huh. to La Musk," like okay. L E Musk. I don't know if you can Google Le that Musk. or La Musk. I'm. Mean, this is Sunset Boulevard. Oh, is that? That's a film. There's oh, a film a, film called uh, La Musk. Oh, was it? Oh, so maybe it was a uh, uh, a premiere for the movie, like a screening yeah, of the maybe. movie. That's what it must have been. Is it about Elon Musk? I no, I don't think so. Uh, oh, it's a cinematic sensory experience. Oh, so it's like uh, it's like an immersive you know, where you go to see Van Gogh and they put it all over the wall. Yeah, it must be something like that. Interesting. Those are the new escape room. It's like they just pop up everywhere. There's a visual yeah. experience you could go to. Must you be, think they'll uh, uh, do that about us one day? The Who charted immersive, you know, walkthrough? I'd like that. I'd give it a visual component. Right. Pretty cool. You get to announce the chart like you step wow. on on a podium. Wow. Are you... Uh, are you buying up real estate for this? Or <laughs> he's touring around the Southland, grabbing up real estate for the yeah. who charted immersive experience. Yeah, you know, I was asked, that reminds me. I was watching the the um, Imagineers documentary on Disney Plus, which is What's just that? completely mind blowing. It's about it's like the story of Disneyland, how it got built, and oh, like okay. Walt Disney's vision for it, and I mean, like. I don't know the perfection of it, the and ambition of it is just hard to believe in in the state. Oh age. yeah, the size of it, like yeah, and it was only built in like a year, really. And just him finding Anaheim, even which was just groves and like orchards, and no one thought anything of it. Oh right, and he's just going like, trust me, this this new idea that you've never even heard of that we don't even have the money for is going to work out. And they're going like, why in Anaheim? Like no one will drive down there. And he's just like, trust me, you don't get it. Like this is going to wow. change everything. And, and he, just, why was he so believed in it so much? He just was like, I'm going to make a fantasy world that just, people can uh, escape to. Yeah. Like everything. Yeah. He was, he went to a, to a um, carnival or something like with his daughters. And he was saying that, you know, he would just sit on a bench and watch them go on a, on a merry-go-round. And he was just thinking, like, someone should make a place where the parents and the kids can, like, both go on things together and have fun together. Like, ah. there's got to be something, like, better than this. You know what I mean? Right. And he then was... he had just killed it so much in animation. I mean, he was just like a god-tier, you know, visionary. Gotcha. But the the way he built it and like assembled artists instead of architects to like envision the whole thing and like it's just like a it's like a master class in and just he made that leadership. one um, he made Disneyland before Disney World yeah Disney World was like his dying wish like he basically had it mapped out and he wanted it to be a whole town like he basically wanted a Disney designed city. Wow, you know, which it essentially almost is, but wow. he had, I mean, just like the the vision on that guy is is nuts. He's like an L. Ron Hubbard if it wasn't all uh, <laughs> right. It's like a cult leader type thing if he had, or a benevolent dictator if they happen to not go 
the, in the worst direction, <laughs> you know? Right. It's like, you can see the danger of it where if like, if they even have a hint of an evil intent, yeah, then, then it it's, becomes it's the worst nightmare in the world. But if yeah. it's an actual, you know, uh, you know, good idea, then it's pretty good. You got to let those guys be creative because if you stomp down on the creativity, then, it, yeah. then they're going to go evil on you. But all their like the animatronics, all the stuff that they're working on in their lab behind, you know, Disneyland, it's just like, it's mind blowing because it's stuff that's never been invented before. And they have to invent basically robots like in the 60s that move it. completely human and oh, are right. all on their own storyline and they all have speech boxes and like well-recorded shit coming out of them. And it's just like, what? Like, how do they do this with right. that technology? You know, it's kind of funny because you think like, well, that's still for kids. But then yeah. when you look at the type of adults that are always going to Disneyland, they're yeah. like those weirdo. Like yeah, how totally. Did, how did <laughs> yeah. Disney know about that yeah. demo before it even existed? <laughs> I know. There's yeah, girl, it's the behind uh, the scenes stuff that's interesting to me. Yeah, I saw this girl with Mickey Mouse ears, and she goes there every two weeks, like oh an adult God. woman. How do you afford it? That's my question. Yeah, it's a thousand dollars for a yearly pass, and they go like all the time, and they know all these specials, and then you can get get uh, you can get like special pins for going to the park, and then sell the pins, make money back. Yeah. Oh, okay. So there's a grift. But yeah, aspect no, it's, to it's it. pretty. It's pretty crazy. Like for like. Those people dedicate a lot of their income just to go in there. Yeah, you'd have to really spend on it. And you you think back to him in that documentary going, no, you got to understand. Like, this is going to work. Right. And it's like 75, 80 years later, and there's like whole new generations that go there all the time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they were saying like even the – when Disney World opened, the first day was a little dead. Like they were like, oh, no, maybe we – really failed. Right. And they were saying that when they interviewed people, they, all the people th figured that it would just be so busy on opening day that millions of people uh, just held back. Oh, right. And so then they go, Oh, okay. So it actually is popular. And then it gotcha. just gets like flooded. Let's see. Cause they see supermodels never get asked out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's exactly <laughs> like that. Yeah. Like who's going to just walk up and shoot their shot, you know? Right. Um. Uh, all right, coming in at number four. Number four. Oh uh, well, will you look at this? I want to dance with somebody. The Whitney Houston, uh, I guess, documentary. Really? Or oh no, it's like a movie. Oh, is it? Uh, is we it scripted? Yeah, it looks like it. You start the show tonight. Oh, Don't God. I can already <laughs> feel yeah, like right. it's <laughs> like it's noon on a Wednesday, and I'm, like, walking through the movies, and I open up the door to a theater. What's yes. going on in there? Oh, my God, yes. My voice is gone. I can't do it. That that's, gives me that, that same vibe as Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Where you just go, there's no way that that actually was the case. Like, that actually happened. Like, you that's know, the like origin story. So on story. the nose. Uh, like right. That. Hey, can um, I give you some retro chart action while we count down? Please. Yeah. All right. 40 years ago today uh, was uh, 70, 83. Uh-huh. 
I'll give you the top five. I'll get us caught up. Oh, I love it. Coming in at number five. Number five. The Toy. Richard Pryor and Jackie Gleason. Okay. I've never seen it. Uh, it was a bit weird comedy. Coming in at number four, The Dark Crystal. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Jim Henson oh, yeah. and uh, the Disney and all that. David Bowie. Coming in at number three, The Verdict. Paul Newman, courtroom drama. Okay. Is that where we're at? We're, we're at number... Number three. That was number three, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, we're caught number up. Number two? I'll give it to you as we go. Don't we got to do number two first? Oh, okay. I didn't know what you meant. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm just going to keep pace with us. Me. Got it. Okay. Coming in at number three. Oh, three. Number three. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Okay. the most broken people <clears throat> can be great leaders that hang time was too long once I heard <laughs> most broken people I tuned in and yeah. then it was just like it was making me crazy how long I had to wait for that <laughs> yeah <laughs> they need to do the uh, they need to chop that yeah, some tighten that up tighten it up take some air out yeah. The, um, um, what would you rather see? The, the verdict or black or Black Panther Wakanda? I probably would rather see Wakanda. Oh yeah, me too. I mean, anything that's like courtroom drama is it's, it's a tough sell. No good. I can't yeah. even watch it on times too because it's just there's nothing to look at. It's just yeah. a brown courtroom. <laughs> uh, all right, coming in at number two. Number two. Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. It's a new roommate. <laughs> well, I'm supposed to be a fearless hero, a legend. Right. This is a person party. That's your party. So this is where dignity goes to die. The years start coming and they- oh my God, oh my I got God. Smash Mouth. Smash Mouth is in that? That's not a joke. Like, they just bring back the Smash Mouth again? Yeah, oh wasn't God. that in Shrek or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the least uh, trying just, I've seen in a while. Yeah, we'll just do it again. Wow. Hey, speaking of Shrek and Eddie Murphy, number two in 1983 was 48 Hours. Oh, okay. Murphy. Okay. Wow. Now we're getting somewhere. Nick Nolte, Eddie Murphy. Wild stuff. Um, I don't remember a single moment of it, but I remember that being good, right? Yeah, that was a good one. It's yeah. like, uh, you know, Beverly Hills Cop, 48 Hours. Those, yeah, exactly. those two had some juice. Eddie Murphy's, uh, you know, peak. Yeah, his golden did. age. <laughs> Coming All to right. power. Coming in at number one. Number one. Avatar, Way of Water. Look at that. No drop off from week two. How about that? No. Did you hear about that? This is gonna be uh this is gonna be on the charts for a while, I think. It made sixty million in week two. In week three, it made sixty million. No really? drop off. No drop off. Wow. Cameron? Aquitar, the spray of water. <laughs> Aquitar. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and it's hitting and I I look uh you can't front on the elements. No. 
No, underwater, you know, adventures will always be fun to look at. Oh, yeah. I mean, even when you think about, uh, what was that movie I just saw? It was, what? oh, yeah, Rambo. Oh. Because, like, yeah. First Blood, First Blood, they're, like, in the mountains. It's, like, Colorado or something. Yeah. But then the second one, now they're out in Vietnam, and they're on the right. rivers and everything like that. Yeah, yeah. And I thought kind of that's, like, First Blood, the way of water. It's, like. It's kind of, that's what you do. You take the sequel into the water. <laughs> I love that. I was just picturing Rambo, like just swimming like a dolphin, you know, with a dagger in his mouth or something. Yeah. Yeah. Swimming and riding around <laughs> on creatures. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, this is that same time period. Cause that was 83, 84, 85. Yeah. So all of a sudden this random thing. Makes sense. But do you know what was number one? Oh, did we do number one yet? No, I don't think so. Uh, okay. Number one in 1983. Okay. See if you can guess. Starring Dustin Hoffman. Oh, God. And um, Bill Murray. In what would be today probably not makeable because of... Caddyshack? No. Why would what what would be your theory why Caddyshack wouldn't be makeable these days? Oh, just like the humor. I don't know. There's probably oh, good tons call. of jokes. Good call. That Racy yeah. humor. Good call. Yeah, yeah. So There's like no like caddies, that's the thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> um it's Tootsie. 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 There you go. A man yeah, in I mean, dress and that whole thing, yeah. Okay. I never saw it. Okay. It's actually good for what it was, but, you know, Dustin Hoffman, he's been canceled a little bit since then. And also, um, you know, they'd probably be pushed back on it now. Just like that whole trope of it's funny to see a guy in a dress like some oh, like yeah. it hot. It's kind of like RuPaul kind of blew the roof off of that stuff. The most, you know, unmakeable one is White Chicks. That one yeah, that white came chick. out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just like, wow, that was a different time, wasn't it? Yeah. That's a hot chart. I'll tell you what. I think that uh, Aqu Aquatar is going to last and it's going to keep movies strong. And I think that this will maybe be a trend that we continue to see to, to where nothing else really makes a dent except like one big monster movie. Keep Like yeah. just huge, keeping everything going. And it's these old guys too. It's like Cameron, Tom Cruise. Yeah. These people guys who are in come charge. out and say, you know what? Like, no, this is how you make a, a theater movie. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Why would you trust some young kid right now? Yeah. He's coming in, he's got COVID. I mean, just I just in terms of getting to the theater, you know, everything else feels just streamable. Yeah. But an avatar. Right. You gotta thing. go. Yeah. La Musk, you gotta go. You gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Van Gogh, you gotta Van Gogh. Van Gogh. Gogh. Is it Gogh? I never know. I, that's Guff. one of those I don't even attempt to try to get correct. Yeah. Right on. That's the oh, movie chart. That's the movie chart. I'm excited about Way of Wa Water. I'll go see that soon. And uh, we'll be right back with the Hot Picks. Hot picks. 
Whoa, sweet man cave. Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from Figure. I was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days. Wow, that fast and easy? Yep. The application is 100% online, plus no out-of-pocket costs. Just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started? Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. A new year is a new chance to focus on you. You're probably already picturing yourself struggling at the gym, but not all self-help has to mean suffering. Squeeze.com is making it easier than ever to elevate your wellness by delivering a juice cleanse right to your doorstep. It's the easiest juice cleanse you'll ever do that may aid in weight loss, eliminating bloating, clearing your skin, boosting your energy levels, improving sleep, and breaking bad eating habits. Meet all your health goals from the comfort of your home. Get free same-day local delivery or fast free delivery nationwide with code WONDERY today at squeezed.com. The hot picks. The hot picks. The third chart is the hot picks and the countdown's about to start. Let's see who bought a hot pick and let's see who did not. The hot picks. Okay, well, since we did 1983 on the movie chart, why don't we do yeah. 1983 on the music chart? That's and, right. Uh, is this a top 40 chart? This is... Because like, we could is, say it's top 40 from 40 years ago. This is top 40 singles from the week ending the uh, January 8th, 1983. So this wow. Is 40 exactly. from 40... This is it. We're going 23 back to 1983. This is, and I can tell you now, I just cobbled this together. This is an impressive, like, we're, we're going to have fun with this. Nice. Um, now, you didn't cobble it together, right? You're not pulling from different yeah, charts. Yeah, don't, don't parse. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, this is the exact chart. But, I, don't, uh, I didn't have the time to do that. And then also, I'm excited because I don't know what these are. I don't know what's coming. You don't know what's coming. But uh, this is the objective top five from this week, 40 years ago. Here and, we uh, go. I mean, yeah, here we go. Let's just dive in. Coming in at number five. Number of five. Marvin Gaye, Sexual Healing. Wow. Starts off strong.
my favorite thing of like <laughs> Marvin Gaye at this point, it's like, you know, he went through the sixties and it's like, ain't no mountain high enough. And mm-hmm. these wonderful songs, wholesome. And then it goes to like seventies, like what's going on and political, mm-hmm. And then it becomes like just pleading for sex. Yeah, you, you <laughs> just fuck all that other stuff. Yeah, all that stuff. And it's just heartfelt, just begging for it. Yeah, it's just a man needs it. Yeah, it's just he's using, he's pulling out all the stops with whoever he's singing to. Right. And he's just, he's making every argument you can think of yeah. that's, he's you like, know. He might as well howl at the moon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what's great about it too really is good. that 808. Like those drum machines were not comp, like they were brand new. If that yeah. was the 808 or the Lynn, I'm not exactly sure which one, but yeah. um, he was, I think he made that in Germany. He was just out in Germany making that stuff. It was like brand really? new technology. Wow. Fe- he was feeling that horny in Germany. Yeah. Cause you can, you just like, you're close to all those, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, um, all those maidens, German like, ladies and stuff. Yeah, like they're that. serving ale to him, probably, you know, in the in the like frilly yeah. dresses. Yeah, yeah, the Oktoberfest chicks. Yeah, and um, <laughs> so then you put on a sparse drum beat, and they just like yeah. get primal with it. You he know, got it's just, primal. It's really, really sparse. It yeah, it's amazing musical backing, especially for him. You know, everything up to then was like good Motown bands and stuff. Right, yeah, that's so like electronic. When yeah. a guy like that embraces it, then all these other musicians might have jumped on board. Like if Marvin Gaye could use it, yeah, then what am I fronting for? Yeah, um, it's cool too when you like you think of it, especially in German, like in Germany, you think of like like craft work and stuff. Like when you think about going full on synths and, and right. drum machines and stuff. And it's like right. cool to see somebody still make it just pure soul music, even though yeah. it's a non. Yeah, Cause at that band. time too, people used to say like, Hey man, I'm a drummer. Like don't, oh, oh my don't God, be using yeah. those drum machines. Drum machines were considered the devil. Yeah. Um. All right. Coming in at number four, number four. This is Men at Work Down Under. Wow. I mean, this are- is like the story of my life. So like me and my yeah. mom, I met a strange lady. She made me nervous. She took me in and gave me <laughs> breakfast. Gave me breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, so far, these are just like absolute iconic absolute. songs. I oh, mean, my God. When yeah. was the last time, you know, we saw a chart where it's just number five and number four are just monsters. Monstrous, like those are um, like parked on K Earth and all those kind of channels all yeah, the time. They have a permanent spot. Craigslist, uh, down Craigslist. under. I feel like down under that. is like even bigger than ever in some ways. Like I just I remember so in college, too. like every kid like screaming that out. Yeah, it's aged well. I could see that moving through the generations because it's upbeat. It's fun. Yeah. Um. All right, coming in at number three. Number three. 
Don Henley, Dirty Laundry. Hell yeah. Oh, wow. I love this song. This is pre-TMZ. Yeah. This is this is like entertainment tonight was the raciest gossip you saw on television. This is like uh, early Bill O'Reilly when he's just on like those entertainment shows. Yeah, exactly. This is like Sally Jesse Raphael stuff. Exactly. Phil Donahue. This was that period, yeah, where the Eagles broke up and they, like Lennon and McCartney, they were trading back and forth with their singles. Right. Massive hits. Massive. Yeah, this was big, too. I mean, the bigger one on this was Boys of Summer. Yeah. But um, that was that same album. Totally. Uh, That one, of course, we know Blasphemous for its... Depressing portrait of Selma <laughs> and it's classism, all kinds of things going wrong. Oh, in boy. Uh, but, uh, all right. I'm excited about that one. Yeah, this is amazing so far. I mean, these are three gold gold hits. What an era. Coming in at number two. Number two. Michael Jackson featuring Paul McCartney, The Girl is Mine. Oh, my God. Yeah, huge. <laughs> Is that the weekend? Ha-ha. <laughs> oh, I'm going to buy your stuff, you fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's actually worse. He's more of a sociopath than the... Exactly. That's obvious. It's funny, though, because this is just, you know, you can't find two bigger stars on the planet and then them collaborating. And then I would say this is the less... Oh, yeah lasting this has less right. lasting value than the other songs we've heard than ebony and ivory well no i Is just mean, mean more less than sexual healing and men at work and, and all of that oh right but yeah it's big star power yeah it's like a shitty movie that has big stars big star but power less of a iconic song but it's know, also it feels like a broadway song like two characters singing to each other like you yeah. wouldn't see like lennon and mccartney going like the girl is mine no she's not she's mine like they wouldn't like <laughs> yeah. just go back and forth on it. <laughs> yeah and it does feel like very pg rated yeah you know, both of them were interested in being like that at that point in time yeah now is this Which, before he bought the the Beatles shit? Yeah. Yeah, this okay. is before. I think when they were be. working together for this is when Paul... When he said, yeah. Gave him a hot tip, like, hey, right. you can buy... The boy publishing. Boy publishing, don't you know? Good idea. Good idea. Um, Yeah, what a move. What a dick move there. But, uh, but he was cool uh, otherwise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. You know, they used go. to, they, the, the yeah. dad used to whip them and stuff if they, you know, if they fucked up on stage. Oh, it was yeah. bad. He, no I shit. always think in terms of, yeah, I mean, you know, just it was a fucked that, up type yeah, of a deal. Totally. He was a very stunted, stunted individual. I always think, though, those out of those two, like in terms of just global musical superstardom, 
there's maybe only those two on the planet that have had that kind of fame. Yeah. And I'm I'm, just, I see what you're saying. They're just so pure. They're pure lights of like, yeah. Like in terms of like, like Beatles and McCartney, like superpower, like global, like you could go into like Ghana or whatever, you know what I mean? Like you could go anywhere and he's like worshiped. Yeah. Um, Michael Jackson had that, but then obviously he was so troubled that it oh it always just impresses me how normal Paul McCartney has remained. Right. You know, he's just remained this kind of like good natured, yep. solid guy. Right. Does good by people. Yeah, like, like down to earth. Even on um simply having a wonderful Christmas time, he's like, Well, you know, we're all here. That's enough. That's enough. Yeah. <laughs> 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 right. <laughs> Um, okay, coming in at number one. Number one. Oh, do we get to guess? Of course, yeah. I mean, what what would be number one on this chart? I bet you won't guess. I'll say that. All right. Now, I'm going to look back to my movie chart to try to zone in on the era. And oh, if I were to do that, I would notice that 48 hours is on the uh, movie chart. Okay. Am I – and I – would hazard to guess that Axel F. Oh, uh, it sounds like I'm wrong, but I'm gonna. That's my. That would be my guess. Axel F. Theme from. Well, if that was even 48. No, that was that was from uh, Beverly Hills Cop, wasn't? Yeah, it? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so let me change my guess. My guess is going to be. Oh, I got my guess. Okay, my guess is. The Bus Boys with whatever that fucking song was from 48 Hours. <laughs> it, it's not. It's not that. But Do I, I get any hints? I think you, get, so you got some really good. Do I get a hint? Um, it was, it's by a duo. It's by a famous duo. Hollow Notes. Yep. And what song? And the song is You Make My Dreams Come. No, that's too early. It's too early. This one is Man Eater. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, this guy, he got it. Oh, my God. History vindicates H. Michael This is amazing. Wow. Yeah, I mean, you really just proved yourself. You get... uh, Oh, yeah. You, sir, just won. Your prize is one hour of technical support for Brett Morris. Oh, thank you. I've yes. already used it today. <laughs> you know what's crazy about this? You couldn't get away from songs so easy like the way you can now. Like Now if the radio totally. is playing crap, I can just go right to iTunes. I can just go right to the... Right. When, back in the day when you were in the car and you, you didn't even have presets, you yeah. had to fish around the dial. Fish so around. it's like if you were on a station, you didn't always want to fish around to another one. Yeah. And these songs would come on and you would be stuck with them. Absolutely. And um, that thing has a low Malaysia sax solo. I mean, it's a good song, but. I know. I, it does I strike just heard me. heard it too many times. It does strike me as history often shows. It's like the number one is not the number one. Like yeah. You could almost reverse this list exactly and it would be the true For history. the way they aged. Yeah. The way they aged, you know? Yeah. And I think like Maneater 2 is probably like the fourth single off a monster album. So it just immediately, like they just put yeah. it up in rotation. Yeah. 
Um, it definitely has that malaise saxophone. Yeah. Um, that was just peaking at that time. I think like, uh, isn't there a man eater song on Flashdance soundtrack? It's like a better song. Mm. I think it's called man eater. I know. Uh, I don't know. Something like but that. Isn't that crazy? I mean, maybe it is. Uh, I mean, I don't think you could always find a top five that would just be five songs no. we all know. Every yes. single person knows. I'm with you. Um, it's pretty remarkable that this is the top five in January, first week of January. Yeah. Come Which on. is also, yeah, I mean, first week of January. Think about that. Like we, on this show, we show you every year, this is a pretty bad time for the charts. Um, it coming is. Off There's nothing Christmas. new coming out. These so, are like holdovers. But yeah, definitely great pedigree, a great throwback chart. And uh, next week we'll be back with hot picks and new stuff and all that kind yeah. of thing. But um, hey, I had a good time on this one. Great touching base with you on New Year's. Me too. Uh, things will, you know, uh, steady for everybody involved. And um, check out all the other programs. Head over to whochartedpod.com. You can get access to all the old preem streams and two charteds and who charteds. Absolutely. Jump on there. Tell a friend and listen to Drop Day Duel and Griff Tours and check out Comedy Bang Bang World. And we will see you right here next week on Who Charted. Charted.